a dark and stormy night as our hero returned home from an epic sea journey that had been filled with sun and fun and learning only to experience unrelenting downpour accompanied by weeks and weeks of bronchial misery and chilling unyielding guilt for passing this burden of coughing and horrible lassitude along to Mark. Will the sun ever come out again? everybody, this is Lori Weaver, and I'm over my bronchitis and can finally talk again. Yay! Welcome to Compulsive Overeating Diary, Day 170. It's now been four years, 11 months, and 23 days since I began this experiment where I talk about my thoughts and feelings about compulsive overeating rather than heading for the chips. You may have noticed I'm having some fun with the show's format. I'm changing it up as it's so close to the five-year anniversary of Compulsive Overeating Diary that I decided to just let loose and let the show flow as it may without me trying to do anything other than enjoy the journey of making it. I'll catch you up on my latest exploits and new thoughts about Compulsive Overeating Diary. We'll hear updates from old friends and meet a new BC. I'll challenge you to try a new way to get to know your inner voice and finally, I'll return to an old feature I loved from my first show, Daily Adventure Tales, where I close out each and every show with a different song I've discovered. Now, let's get some inspiring weather advice. When raindrops fall, when raindrops fall you feel the Teardrops fall, you feel the pain. But if you can recall this sweet refrain, things just might get better. change in the weather. You gotta let the sun shine through, shine through. It isn't hard, it isn't hard to do, not hard to do. When gray clouds try, they try to stop, stop. You're shining, you can help them find their old silver lining. If you let the sun shine through, shine through, you'll never be, you'll never be the guy that's blue. So find the light inside and you won't be denied if you let the sun shine through. Thanks, boys. I super enjoyed that. 
Just before my and Mark's bout with this terrible sickness, I and some of my voice acting friends were fortunate enough to take a week-long cruise through the Mexican Riviera, where we studied with famous voice actors like Bob Bergen, the voice of Porky Pig, and had a fabulous time. I haven't partied like that for decades. We sailed and swam in the ocean and under waterfalls. We were serenaded on the beach while drinking the freshest mango margaritas you could ever possibly try. Sunsets melted hearts. New friends were made. Old friends were bonded by adventures. A good time was had by all. And paired with all of the excitement and joy was the chance to ponder life and contemplate in solitude as the ship sailed on seemingly out of regular time and I spent many a happy moment on the balcony of the cabin I shared with my friend. One of my favorite ponderings was about the nature of this show. It was on my mind since February 3rd marks its fifth year anniversary, and this is what I came up with. As you know, over the years I've really struggled with feeling like Somehow I failed because from the start of Compulsive Overeating Diary to now, I didn't all of a sudden or over years become thin and strong and better in my body that my original intention for the show was to stay on my diet and get thin. That's no secret. But I learned a lot of different things over the years and I realized that I really succeeded in a way that I didn't expect. But when people ask me what my show's about, it never felt good to say like, oh, it's about compulsive overeating, because it didn't really ring true. I mean, it's called Compulsive Overeating Diary, so of course it's about compulsive overeating, because that's a way that I react in my world to stress and it's my coping mechanism and it's something that I relate to and it's something that my inner vision of me relates to being somebody that will relate to life and food in a certain way. But the real miracle of this show is not just my story but your stories as well. And when I was on the cruise, I finally, finally, finally was out on the balcony looking at the beautiful water go by, drinking my morning coffee. I always have great ideas with morning coffee. Hi, Donnie. Anyway, I wrote this sentence, and it so resonated with me that I finally understood exactly what Compulsive Overeating Diary is about. Compulsive Overeating Diary is not a show about a weight loss solution. It is an exploration of how food issues can mirror life issues and the shared stories that can help us discover how changes in mindset, as well as intentional behavior, can impact our lives, not just our sizes. How do you like that? And I set this to expansive panorama because I felt like this gave me a whole new view into my own psyche and why I did this show. And it made me feel successful. And I hope you enjoy it too. In fact, I feel pretty satisfied that 
I described exactly what I'm doing here on this show, and I hope you enjoy my new thought. We're not about weight solutions. We're about explorations of how we can relate to food and to people and to our lives in a way that brings us more love, more joy, and more self-acceptance. Joe from the UK reached out to me via Facebook and let me know the exploration she's been experiencing lately. Joe writes, Dear Lori, Joe from the UK here along with a long overdue hey and happy new year to you and Mark. Life has been hectic as the job I moved into a year and a half ago is definitely keeping me busy as is life. So I am finally with a moment to spare to write to you and update you on my life. So after doing really well on my diet. I was diagnosed with severe anemia a couple of years ago, and a hole in my stomach was a possible reason. So I set about getting my iron up, the hole fixed, and the weight came back on. I went from a U.S. size 2 to an 8 slash 10. I really struggled with my food and went back to the doctor and expressed my concern. I was given a wellness service telephone number. I called and talked through my thoughts and concerns. Interestingly, the girl on the phone told me about her diet success. Anyway, eventually I found an eating disorder counseling service. I was allocated a number of sessions. Eventually, as I worked with the therapist, I told her my body was anorexic, but that I wasn't myself. I then realized that I had been suffering from anorexic. It explains the mental breakdown I had in Vegas when I truly thought about ending it all. My eating disorder had been taken out of its routine. I am now a healthy weight, though weight-blind at medical appointments, so I have no idea what really that is. I eat everything and anything and will eventually be trusted by my body again. Trying to avoid the diet talk is a nightmare, and coming to terms with my body is really difficult. I am lucky that I was given anemia, else I could have ended up in a worse situation. It makes me exceptionally grateful to be well and alive. So happy you and Mark made the most of the Christmas holiday, despite your being so bad with your back. Wishing you all the best in 2019, and so pleased I found you. Feel free to use whatever of this you feel others would benefit from, or not as you see fit. Lots of squeezes, XOXOXO. Dearest Joe, thanks so much for your bravery in sharing your realizations, and I am so very grateful you reached out to get help. That is a stellar entry on the bravery report for sure. I've had counseling, as have many of the BCs, and I hope your story will encourage others to take that brave step. Please do keep us posted as we all do care. XOXOXO. BC Dave showed his caring and compassion by posting these supportive comments on day 169 in response to our last show. Sentimental, laughing out loud. Good one, Donnie. Donnie, you have amazing strength and sense of humor. I doubt I could have survived the year you have had. Welcome back, Cadence. I admire your strength in taking the next step in your journey to being whole. I send you prayers and karma of peace and comfort. I cannot imagine the emotional struggles you are going through, but know there are those of us out there who think about you and care for you. Lori, I can sympathize with the frustrations that come with physical challenges due to the damage we have done our bodies. The emotional struggle is real, and I know you are strong enough to overcome. You have been winning for four-plus years now. You have a great big heart and are such a big giver. 
Thanks for still making this podcast. Welcome to Jennifer and Melinda. I use food to numb, the same way some people use drugs and alcohol. With professional help, I have discovered the issues, deep, dark, down issues, that are the root cause. The biggest struggle I have is still lack of faith in myself, which triggers some massive mood swings. I weigh now more than I did at the beginning of 2018, and I am in constant pain. I had a lot of good things happen in 2018, and I'm doing my damnedest to start 2019 positively. I just cut up on the last three podcasts, and I am really grateful for the idea of doing stuff because I love me instead of having to do something. If I'm exercising because I love me instead of I am exercising because I have to lose weight. I admit that I have troubles loving the man in the mirror and certainly don't love the image I see either. However, my focus on healthy eating and exercising is not to be pretty, but to do the things I love with those I love. Thanks to all BCs, new and old, your stories keep me going. I replied, Hi, Dave. It's wonderful to hear from you, and I'm glad you are trying out some of the self-love tips I've been talking about and trying myself. I relate to how hard it is to start to love the you in the mirror. Years of conditioning have fed our critical self-disgust and sometimes even hatred. But I know you are a spiritual man, so I will tell you how I got through my initial resistance to the mirror exercise. I looked until I saw myself as a soul doing its best in this world, a soul who was learning and striving to add love, even if making mistakes and missteps along the way. I could love my soul, and in time I saw the rest as window dressing. I see my eyes have more sparkle now, despite my recent weight gain and despite my physical challenges. I still gripe and worry and wish some things were otherwise. But overall, I have found comfort in viewing my inside out and loving how I was created to be. I hope this is comforting, my dear friend. Because in addition to the darkness you face, you have provided light to me and to many other BCs here. And we love you. XOXOXO. Our newest BC, Louise from the UK, posted this comment on a video I posted on Instagram while I was hiking for day 162. Hi! So I downloaded your podcast tonight and have been overjoyed to find something that speaks out loud what is happening in my mind. Thank you for making this podcast. I cannot wait to see where your journey takes you. I'll be listening here in the UK. Thanks so much. XX, Louise, XX. So hello, Louise, and welcome to the Merry Band of BCs. And BC stands for Brave Companions. We have other BCs or Brave Companions in the UK as well. Please feel free to reach out with questions or comments as you go along, as new listeners come along all of the time. And we look forward to getting to know you and your story and your thoughts. Thanks again for reaching out and encouraging me today. It means so much. XOXOXO. By the way, if you guys would like to share your Instagram posts with other BCs or see my COD thoughts on Instagram, follow and use hashtag CODBCS. That's six letters. COD for Compulsive Overeating Diary. BCs for Brave Companions. 
And to find me, Mark, photos of cats and biking, etc., follow me at Lori Dreamweaver on Instagram. Next, here's another revelation I had while pondering on the cruise ship. I tell you, that cruise was just full of good ideas as I was sitting on that balcony. Here's another one, and I'm going to set this one to Celtic heroic theme because I realized that food is just one way that we can get to know our own inner voices. Here's what I thought. Being finished. Food or activities in life. That's something that's new. Example, my yummy chocolate dessert on the cruise dinner. I enjoyed about half. Then I naturally stopped eating it. I enjoyed the conversation more. I crave interaction, being listened to, and hearing from others. I had a solitary life. Food filled in as a weird dining companion. At dinner with people, it was easy to feel the satisfied I've had enough food trigger. Alone, not so much. Some of my dining companions were surprised and expressed dismay that I could leave food, especially chocolate, on the plate. That made me think, are we conditioned to eat all there is as survival? Deprivation, maybe, like dieting, triggers us to eat it while we can. Eating disorder or not, this seems to be an unconscious cultural norm. Makes me think, why do I eat? When do I need it? When do I enjoy it? Here's something you can try to find out the answers for yourself. Try eating a meal, just one meal, or even one item of a meal, like a gourmand would do, by writing down in a journal. You savor a bite, then jot down tasting notes. Here's an example you might not expect. This isn't the delicious chocolate, but rather fresh steamed broccoli. It's a vegetable I really like, so listen to what I wrote last time I had it. Color, bright and vibrant green. Smells earthy and a little grassy, maybe peppery. Firm cut to my fork, then slightly softer center. Good sense of bite. Enjoy the chew al dente. Tops are vibrant, not mushy. Little seeds of flavor scatter over my tongue. Flavors of lemon, pepper, woodland day slides easily down my throat, warm and comforting on my tummy. Does this feel like homework to you? Are you resisting this idea? Well, brave companions, I tell you it is one way to know yourself and learn what you like, to become a friend with your inner voice. So many of us turn off our inner guidance, not only for food, but life situations. We people please, we date the wrong people, we accept any job we let life carry us along like driftwood. Sometimes flowing and letting go of control is great. But to not know how you feel inside can leave you battered and feeling lost since you don't have your own companionship. Food is a great way to practice this. Try it for one food and please, Call the Bravery Hotline or leave a comment sharing what you discovered about your inner voice. I know you can do it. Be brave. Just give it a try.
about it, VCs. Dare to listen to yourselves? I will be most interested to hear your thoughts and results on this one. By the way, you don't have to journal veggies. Any food will do. It can be surprising to discover what truly floats your boat. So until next time, BCs, take care and dance your socks off with today's feature song, titled You and I Can Do Anything, composed by the wonderful Yusu Kim. Dance, because I really, 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 cha-cha-cha, care. <laughs>